You're listening to Leave It to Neva with me, Neva Lee Rekla, the show that's changing the world one conversation at a time. I'm your host, Nibali Reckland. We're back with another 80 series, and today we're going to be talking about the Stalker song. If you heard it, if you heard it in the intro, um, so this song is called "Every Breath You Take." It came out in 1983, and it was actually suggested to us from one of our family friends, Maria. Um, Maria, if you're listening, thank well, you. Well, and Nicole, Nicole, this is one of her, her, oh, yeah. her pet peeves yeah, as well. So I mean, and I agree, and I agree with them. And I, and I agree. Um, because the song is a wee bit creepy. Um, so we're going to be diving into that today. Dad, you grew up with this. Oh, and if I haven't mentioned this, my sperm donor is here. Um, so <laughs> sperm donor, you grew up with this music. And so this is the type of thing you were hearing. Um, and as a um, rumor has it that you were a little bit of like a hopeless romantic growing up. <laughs> and so, you know, the other day I was just imagining you like listening to this type of music and like, did you ever listen to this song and think like, oh my goodness, this is so cute? I think, I think, uh, I think seventh and eighth grade every Friday night. Yeah. yeah that, that was me in my room chilling to the police, maybe a little bit of wham, right? careless whisper right all that kind of, yeah that was me that was that was definitely me in uh in junior high school and uh um i, I gotta admit you know it's got a, every breath you take it's got a catchy beat but it has when a catchy you, beat but it gives off the vibe of like a kid smelling a girl he likes just <laughs> like because it's cool like let me get all up in there it, it, um, yeah well, it does. And my my, under, my understanding of the song now, from understanding how words program our subconscious, especially like, when tied with music, I I, I see the song a little as, different. It's not as cute. Yeah, it's not as cute now. It's it's kind of it's kind of creepy, and it, and it kind of leads back to like. Um, to be honest, I never knew it was a love song. No, it was. It's 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 um it's more of a it's got more of a uh, looking at it now, especially with the words and how they come like, how they come about. Yeah. It's got more of a. Um, Serial killer unevolved life. masculine <laughs> yeah. feel to it, right? Yeah. Of like, because uh, really, God, God love a sting, love your brother, but um, somebody with confidence nowadays wouldn't necessarily be thinking that way mm-hmm. as the masculine, right? Yeah. The masculine, uh, the evolved masculine, the divine masculine would wouldn't necessarily be thinking that way because they would have the confidence to actually just engage in the relationship exactly so we're gonna dive into this more um i say we go into a break and then we just get right into it it. so you've been listening to us talk about the stalker song if you're listening you're thinking gosh golly gee where can i find more of these fun conversations make sure to go to superpowerexperts.com come join our community and come to some of our experiences we've been getting more involved in those and we cannot wait to see you there and play with you there um if you want a place that loves and accepts you for who you are and is down to talk about all the things you're going through, we're here for you and we cannot wait to love on you there. So make sure to go to our website and stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. 
Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the programs tab to get started today. Okay, everyone, we're back and we've been talking about the stalker song. Um, so I think for context for perhaps the people my age who probably maybe don't listen to this type of music, um, I could share some of the lyrics because I have them. Yeah, well, let's first, let's first identify. So the song's called Every Breath You Take by the Police, Sting, Broke off originally had his eventually had his own career after the police I broke don't know up. Who that is. Okay, you would recognize him. You've seen it. He was he was in Dune, the original Dune from the nineteen seventies. He was the the rock star who fought at the end. You've seen him. Dad, that's a worse reference. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. See this this is the generation gap being reflected live on the podcast. Uh, if you saw him or if you heard some of his other songs, you you would know who he is. He's he's, a, he's an amazing artist. I'll educate myself. I just this. I think I think they got they got stuck in the where the masculine was during mm-hmm. the eighties, which is where we all were during the eighties. And so yeah, some of the lyrics are: it says, "Every breath you take, and every move you make, every bond you break, every step you take, I'll be watching you." That just right off the bat, going into it, and <laughs> stuck. Um, and you know, we were having conversations about this song a little while back and someone within the conversation was like, well, wouldn't you want your partner to be thinking these things about you? And almost everyone was like, no, absolutely not. Cause like, I mean, nowadays I think like any basic healthy relationship has some space. This song is just like. It gives off the vibe of that one Santa Claus song where it's like, he sees you when you're sleeping, knows when you're awake. And then like listening to that as like a little kid and being like, oh my gosh, is Santa just like stalking me? It gives off that same vibe. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, let me reflect on that. I think where that comes from is that the, the unevolved masculine in in the eighties wasn't very confident in itself. I mean, we had, we had, well, we had MTV, right? We were the MTV generation and what interacting with the opposite sex, the feminine energy looked like was brand new, right? Not only that, but the whole objectification of now, now, now not only could men objectify women in magazines, but now we could objectify them in videos in music videos and in song lyrics and all these kinds of things, right? Hypersexualization. And I think where the male, what male masculine energy was at the eight in the eighties was that one, it didn't know how it was unevolved because in the evolved masculine, those things just are. We don't sit around thinking about them because we know that that's the type of relationship that we have. Mm-hmm. We don't sit around thinking about it, let alone singing about it. That that brings up like Silence of the Lambs movies, right? I mean, stalker movies, mm-hmm. right? Serial killer movies, right? That's what it comes up to now when we look upon it from that from that lens, from that programming that the music lyrics provide. Mm-hmm. And I think we don't necessarily realize the programming that it has behind it because sure, it might seem kind of cute. Like, oh, like imagine dating someone and they like sing you this song. Um, I probably wouldn't be thinking, oh, I'd probably be thinking, uh, how do I escape? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Not, you're not, you're not going to get with it. Yeah. (laughs) No. Um, Cause I think, and you make a really good point around like the hypersexualization of things like that and stuff. Um, Tatiana Baron Baron Day and I did an episode just a little bit ago, which was talking about it was a unfiltered sex talk, and we ended up talking about the conversations of like what being a virgin is and stuff like that, and where that originated was with 
hypersexualized and heteronormative cisgendered beliefs. Yep. And with that, and that was all that was probably way before this song ever came out. But thinking about that is like the programming, especially looking at like how kind of like women and females were being viewed at this time is and we talk about like the MTV generation stuff like that. Like we implemented a rule in our house, um, which is a game I started yet I continue to fail at, which is if you make a sexual comment, you lose points. Yeah, for the record, that was her that started the game and that was her that continues to lose the game. <laughs> I keep making that's what she said jokes and I get like negative 200 points. It's unfair. Um, but <laughs> You set the rules. <laughs> <laughs> but we kind of started that because you guys came from like the mtv generation right where i was like over sexualized and that was kind of like the thing sometimes you guys will say things and i'm like i don't see how that those two things correlate but well and for the record though mm -hmm. we 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 did that to desensitize you from i'm quite desensitized the rest of the world because it, it not not to normalize it, but to desensitize it to you, so you so it wasn't even a thing for you. Well, especially being involved, growing up in like adult environments and stuff like that. Is, yeah. I've I've heard people say really odd things, um, and so going back to the song, I think about it's interesting because I think about the people who probably listened to this and thought like, oh my goodness, this is so dreamy. Like, well, what, what's the next batch of lyrics? What, let's see if let's see if we okay. can find the dreamy in it, Cami. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let's 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 dig Benefit into it. Benefit of the doubt. Um, every single day and every word you say, every game you play, every night you stay, I'll be watching you. Okay, so now hang on a second. I'm going to put myself into the mindset of an eighty years old, eighty uh, the, a man from the eighties. Okay, <laughs> and I can see this from the perspective of that mindset that. It's like my mind is solely focused on the girl, right? But the the key to this part it was the last the last what was the last little phrase? Every night you stay, I'll be watching you. I'll be watching you. Now we're not thinking about people. It's like when people make really, really intense eye contact and don't know when to look away. It's like, stop <laughs> it's staring, like, dude. Stop staring. Um, this is getting creepy. And I like to add, it, it gets worse. Because he didn't say, I'm thinking, every every day, I'll, every day, everything you do, I'll be thinking about you. It was every day, I know I'm watching, watching I'm watching you. Like, you. This is like sneaking in when she's taking showers or something like boundaries. Um, then it gets worse and it goes into, oh, can't you see you belong to me? How my heart aches with every step you take. I'm gonna I'm gonna dissect this before you, I let you um, <laughs> step back, folks. <laughs> so my my inner feminist is kind of going like, dude, what the heck? Um, so oh, can't you see you belong to me? Possession to me. Um, because I mean, I think that's something that I mean. You look at the evolution of women's rights and stuff like that, where they were treated as property, basically. Well, well um, we could just, just throw this one out there. Well, I mean, let's keep it current. Roe versus Ray just got reversed. Exactly. Right? And so, and we don't need to get into the topic of that, but but obviously, stay tuned for an LTN episode on that. By the way, but folks. but but uh, but obviously, this objectification of somehow we think as a society that we have a say over what women can and can't do with their bodies and with who they are and things like that I think. yeah and to add on to this to your point and even though and you might be thinking like oh neva it's just a lyric why are you getting so caught up on it is the fact that 
even though it's a catchy song don't get me wrong i've listened to it many times i dig my i dig my i dig my police every now and then i get a, I get and, a just kick on but with that is the programming that's behind that and so looking at the times and still current times where women are kind of treated specifically women or females in general are treated as property of like hey you kind of have no right over like what you're gonna do so saying oh can't you see you belong to me it doesn't sound too cute it sounds like he's holding someone hostage um <laughs> like oh well, yeah in, in, in his mind he is and i, I do want to caveat this in, in in it's again we understand this in music and it's lyrics and it's not that big big of a deal at and the end it's of not the day. that deep and it's for fun and it's important to understand the language especially when attuned to music as to what that does to our subconscious mind and our programming because if it's something you're constantly listening to then it's kind of gonna get like imprinted of like oh this is actually cute oh look at that i i can retire now i can i can i can retire now because you got it because what you consume is what you become and when we as a society consume the same songs and lyrics that degrade women or objectify women how do you think we get to the place to where something like Rowan Wake could even happen? Exactly. And I think that, and obviously, like, it's not the fong- song's fault that, like, women are losing their rights. No, but it's, it's not. And, and, people, and, and in the 80s, they didn't know any different. And in the 80s, that seemed normal. Exactly. Um, we know better now. And I think, honestly, like, if nobody's saying anything different, this was at a period of time where the alternative wasn't really an option. And so probably the people who are being sung about belonging to this dude, um, it probably didn't seem like that bad because there was no al- other alternative. So we understand that. So, so let's, 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 let's take a look. I want to reframe this because I think it's important because we can dissect this all day and night long, right? But the fact of the matter is, is that the song happened, the song, the song still exists, but what would you recommend to somebody now, knowing that it's a catchy tune, it's an enjoyable tune? A lot of people have a lot of good memories to the tune, right? And we don't want to we don't want to distract or take away from that, or any other song that we're going to examine over the next course of however long this series is going to be, right? Because um, we're having a blast doing it because we learn so much from it. Well, we learn a lot about dad from it, right? And what what does what does this mean does this mean that that people shouldn't go out and listen to this or does it mean it that they should listen to it in awareness what what do you think i think it means listening to an awareness like don't get me wrong i listen to some music that some people might listen to and be like oh what the heck like my obsession with slipknot um <laughs> and so don't get me wrong my generation has it too of i think it's just being consciously aware like okay this is what i'm consuming and this is perhaps the programming it could continue to feed. Um, and I think, because like, don't get me wrong, I listen to this type of music too. So, so, so is, this something that, is this something that parents shouldn't, I mean, should, what? I mean, there's no escaping it. Your kids go to school, this, this music's out there, the kids have it on their phones, the, there's no way getting around it. And, and, and I, the, the last thing that I want would be, would want to call for is anything like censorship because no, thank you. Censorship I, never works, guys. I would, I would, I would, I would I, <laughs> they're going to figure it out on their own. I take freedom of speech, but let's say there's a parent, say you are a parent, there is a parent out there that's concerned about what their children are consuming. What advice would you give to them knowing that their children are going to hear this music regardless, right? and that they may even enjoy it. Heck, even as a parent, they might enjoy it. Mm-hmm. What what advice would you give to a parent 
who is listening to yeah. some some music or knowing that their kids are listening to some music, what advice would you give them for how to navigate this space when music and lyrics are are programming our subconscious minds? My advice would be have conversations with your kids about what consumption over time can do. Um, if anybody listens to our episode, rec- um, our show Reclamation, um, we did some parenting episodes. And in that, we kind of talked about my experience with consuming things from the media and stuff. And in fact, current times, I just got my phone back, which I'm, I'm quite happy about. I got night of my privileges. Um, <laughs> but with that, I learned that consumption over time and to the fellow teenagers out there you might be thinking oh my gosh dude you're literally like going against everything we want i think actually is if you learn what you're consuming and you become aware that you're consuming it then it's okay but i think what happens why is it okay because there's a difference between constantly consuming to consume and consuming and being aware that you're doing it to consume exactly and so from and from the from my experience what so that is, is 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 that you're getting to choose if you're in awareness of what you're consuming you get to choose that. whether or not you let the pro that program like take hold scrolling on social media or whatever exactly. it is and so and with and that can happen with anything like i remember i used to have this app called youtube kids it came out in like the <laughs> mid 2000s it was, it was one of the, it was one of their first attempts to segregate children watching on I youtube i got traumatized with some of the things i found <laughs> there was videos of like straight up dead bodies on there and stuff on the kids channels on the kids yeah. channels and it went and I, I think one video actually made me cry. So I was just like, okay, I'm deleting this. And I made the decision when I was like six years old to delete the app and I haven't gone back to it since. Um, so to the parents out there listening, I think if you show your kid I th- from everything I've seen, censorship really never works because most of the time... No, no, I was just, I'm going to call it out flat. Censorship doesn't work. No, because I was talking with one of my friends the other day and I was like, did you ever have like the talk, you know? And she was like, no, I figured it out on social media. And so like not talking to your kids about it, in fact, just gives them the opportunity just to go and try to figure it out on their own. And so I think if you're like, hey, here's what works for me. Here's what I suggest and like become aware. And here are some of the parameters I use for myself. Then I think it typically works out. And that doesn't mean it's always going to be perfect. And that doesn't mean your kid's going to have like the best relationship with what they're consuming all the time. But at least those parameters are in place. No, I, I like that. And. I, I like the, you know, I'm, I like this the series that we're going through and looking at all these 80s songs from the Unevolved Masculine, right? I, I love it because it, it's able to, I'm able to go back and kind of dissect. I'm a social scientist. I love going back and dissecting how we got to where we're at and so forth, and looking at all the factors that take play on that. And this is allowing me to go back and actually have a different experience. I'm able to relive the 80s in in my own mind through my own experiences but from a different lens now and better understanding especially with the objectification of women and what that means and what that looks like so you and i can sit here and have a conversation about it so if you see me bebopping to it you don't think dad's in agreement with the song Mm -hmm. you understand that i've got a different perspective of than who i was from the 80s does that make sense yeah and May I continue with some of the lyrics? Please. Yeah, we have, what, what, wait, wait, wait a second. Now, we, the last one was we, we left off with You Belong to Me. So keep keep going. Yes. Um, every move you make and every vow you break, every smile you fake, every claim you stake, I'll be watching you. Um, Back to watching again. Not thinking okay. about watching. And then it changes it up a little bit. Not just watching. Um, 
so it says since you've gone i've been lost without a trace i dream at night i can only see your face i look around but it's you i can't replace i feel so cold and long for your embrace i keep crying baby baby please wait a so, okay, second let's call out the very first thing there what is what did he say there since you've gone. Since you've gone. So clearly, folks, <laughs> she's left his ass. Maybe it's because he made the song. <laughs> okay. Right? But now, now, hang on a sec. I do, I do want to give Sting some credit here, okay? And don't it's, get me it's, wrong. Is, is that oftentimes as artists, they like to reflect upon what they were going through. And of course, the over-dramatization of... Because music would be really boring if it's like, oh, and I had some emotions about you leaving, blah, blah, blah. So let's... Like, so, yeah, so let's put let's put this into perspective. An artist likes to translate their feelings into the medium that they like to use. So perhaps Sting experienced a really bad breakup, and this was his way of expressing his emotion of what he experienced. I can see that. Perhaps. But sometimes a lesson I recently learned was that perhaps it was just your lesson and not meant to be shared with 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 the rest of the world. Yeah. Um. And also, I think. It seems like um, so. Maybe it's not a love song. It's like a breakup song. I, th- I think it's. Uh, I think it was his song of. But it sounds how like he processed non- through the breakup. He to was realizing he was doing this. To those listening, if you go through a breakup, don't stalk your ex. <laughs> I can almost guarantee they won't want you back if you do that. Um, so maybe don't take the songs. Advice. We should write to. We should write to Sting and see <laughs> if he actually ate, if he ever if he guy ever got back to the girl that broke his heart from the song. Maybe it was Jesse's girl. <laughs> <laughs> that was quick that was quick so then it continues oh can't you see you belong to me how my poor heart aches with every step you take so it seems like all right so i'm gonna this is where my brain goes so imagine current times right so not in the 80s and someone goes through a breakup okay and they go up to the person who they had the breakup with but they're not over them and so they're like dude Every step you take, I've been watching you. And can't you see? You belong to me. Like, that dude is, like, guaranteed to get slapped across the face. So, I don't know if it's the best coping mechanism, per se. Probably not. So, yeah. What else? What is, does it go on to change? Is there anything of hopes of, like, saying, no. I'm, I'm back in my right mind. No, I don't need to chase you anymore. Every... <laughs> every move you make and every value you break every smile you fake every claim you stake i'll be watching you every move you make every step you take i'll be watching you and then it do does i'll be watching you every breath you take every move you it make. repeats that for like three minutes yeah it really gets the point across um <laughs> all that it says i'll be watching you every single day every word you say woohoo <laughs> every game you play every night you stay i'll be watching you and then it just continues with that and then the song ends um correct me if i'm wrong but doesn't the song do that, that like odd transition where like they never really stop singing but just like keeps going until the song just stops yeah it's one of the, it's, it's <laughs> the, the 80s songs continued forever like they the didn't really they didn't really just end they just kept going yeah this, and they, they didn't know the how to mix out off. yeah it was just like ends <laughs> mids yeah um yeah. maybe that was the point like this so like this person listening to it is like just never ends like they're oh, always watching it's like Ooh. it's one of those tapes that just keeps rolling and rolling and rolling i wonder if someone never had like recurring dreams with the song that could like, be yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the song's over now um and don't get me wrong it's catchy and i think um personally i will not take the song's um advice and not stalk people um and 
back to the main point, I think it's okay to consume things. Like, I consume things all the time. And just be aware of what's in it. Like, this is a really interesting example. But one time when I was younger, I made myself watch a documentary on what goes into McDonald's food. And therefore, I stopped eating their food. She literally, she watched a documentary. She used to love chicken nuggets. And she hasn't been back to McDonald's since. Yeah, Thank it's God. been years. Um, I'm not going to ruin it for anybody. You go to McDonald's, just... Watch, or watch or watch the documentary for yourself. Or watch the documentary for yourself. Maybe do the same thing with the music and stuff that we're consuming, though. Of Oh, that's a great point. Perhaps instead of going into blindly just consuming whatever's put in front of us, mm-hmm. we actually take a moment to think about it first. Mm-hmm. Because... Like, I like singing songs all the time and stuff. And so, of course, if I'm going to sing a song, I have to know the lyrics. And with that, I look into the lyrics and stuff to make sure, like, oh, my gosh, should I sound creepy saying this? And so I think it's kind of like a good practice anyways. I mean, don't get me. I'm, like, always listening to music. Dad can attest to this. Like, always listening to music. I have a lot of Spotify playlists. Um, Not sponsored. But I think with that is... Could be, though could be um with that is being aware of what's going into your brain being aware of the words that are being said and being aware like hey is this something i agree to or am i just listening to it for listening sake because like we were in the car the other day and listening to like i guess clubbing music would be a good way to describe it and that music is typically really like hyper sexualized and stuff like that um well, club music is like we just talked about. That's club, kind of the cl- point. club music um, is club music is like it's so ma- it's that, mating ritual music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's really what it is. You go out so, to the club and it's mating ritual music. Yeah, and so with that is being aware of what you're consuming, right? Of like, okay, is this something I agree to, or do I just like it because the song and it sounds catchy? Um, and so I think as long as you're aware of what's going into it, then it's totally fine. And of course, you do you. That's my suggestion. That's what works for us. Awesome. Well, you- yeah, I've got. I just got one piece of advice. I'll be watching you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, we're not stalkers here, folks. Um, <laughs> no, I think you, you nailed it today. This is. Yeah. I, I love the fact that we're doing these together. It's 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 fun to take a little trip down memory lane, a little bit of reminiscing and a little bit of dissecting. Because I know that myself, I didn't di- dissect music in in to understand what it was I was consuming when I was when I was growing up, and I know. I sure as heck know that my my friends and the group of friends in the high school, the people I went to high school with, they they weren't they weren't concerned about what they were consuming. We mm-hmm. just consumed without thinking about and with the what it, what it was doing. And then with that comes like I think like we talk about this a lot is like what you're thinking and what you're saying when nobody's listening translates over. And so like some I'll I'll be out in public and stuff and I'll hear someone listening to music that like has a lot of slurs and stuff in it and stuff like that and they're like very clearly not a part of the group that that slur is directed towards and it's like oh geez that person seems lovely um and of course everybody can listen to whatever the heck you want but i think being aware of it because sometimes words hurt and so like especially if it's something that contains a program that can be hurtful towards groups of people and stuff like that is like be aware of it at least it's called well it, you know what it is it, it's something that we've never really trained in our society in our families in school or, or anything it's, it's and it's not intrinsic to our society but it's the basic concept of consideration mm-hmm. that's it because someone could argue all day long like oh well i can listen to this because like i have the freedom to listen consume to whatever i want of course and with that comes the decency 
and respect of others. And so I think with the thing, because over time, the things that you consume kind of like, it's like, you know, when you have to nail something into a wall and it's like, it takes a really long time because like you have to be gentle with the nail and stuff like that. It's like that, except like the nail never really hits in. Yep. And so over time, the nail will drill in and then that will become something that you're saying and you're Doing putting out to the world. Absolutely. You're and spot on. Then who knows? Maybe you'll end up stalking people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Come, if you they won't now, especially if they listen to this episode. Yeah. So if you don't want to stalk people and you want help on being a good human, go to superpowerexperts.com. Come join our community and hang out with us because we are here to support you. And did you see what I did there? That was, that was a really that good, was good transition. Um, <laughs> You're proud of yourself. Yeah, I'm quite proud. Um, again, come join our community. Go to superpowerexperts.com. We'd love to see you at our experiences. We'd love to see you checking out our I Am series and our other podcasts. All of it. We have so many amazing places for you to come tune in. And we cannot wait to see you and love on you there. Um, Dad, thank you for having this conversation Absolutely. with me. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Um, Yeah. So until next time, we love you, love yourself, and love others. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.